You're listening to the Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Maria Lauren, small business owner and creative entrepreneur. Each week we'll discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to creatively pursue your dream job by crafting it yourself. I can't wait for you to meet my next guest. When I first met Cameron, she was in my son's class, and I believe that was fifth grade. All these years later, Cameron is now 18 and running a beautiful business, White Daisy Jewelry. I love talking with young business owners because as you'll soon find out, their ability to take risk and bounce back from setbacks is amazing. Hi, Cameron. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. Could you take us back to the beginning and tell me how long you've been running White Daisy Jewelry? I officially started it freshman year of high school, which would have been two years ago. And I did it for about two months, but it wasn't very good (laughs) at first because I only took pictures and tried to sell it through Instagram and stuff. So eventually I just stopped. And then last year, which would have been the end or the end of my sophomore year, so a year and a half ago, I redid it and I made it an LLC instead. And then like I made it an actual business, designed a website on Shopify. And so that was about two years ago. Okay. So that's pretty incredible because that means you were like 16? Yes. Yeah. I would have been 16. Okay. So how did you come up with the idea to do this? Because most 16-year-olds are just thinking about getting their driver's license and they're not really focusing on a you know game plan or trying to build a business for that matter. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Well, the original idea was when there was a girl when I was in eighth grade that I knew around that time, she also had something similar that had to do with jewelry, but it wasn't the same. She kind of gave me the idea that, oh, I could make jewelry we figured out where you can buy jewelry and stuff. And I started making it just for fun. When it came to high school time, I was like, hmm, I don't know. I honestly don't know why I decided to start a business, but just one day it clicked and I was like, "Hmm, maybe I should sell this. You know, I knew I would have to get a job eventually, but I didn't really want to get a normal job because those aren't very fun. So I just decided to do one that would be fun instead. Yes, I totally know what you're saying. When I was home with Ethan and Nadia, I remember thinking that I wanted to make money, but I didn't really want to go back to work. Um, For me, it helped to be around the school. And once I started making rosaries and jewelry, I saw the possibility of creating a business. Sometimes when you don't want to go back to work, you have to get creative instead. Yeah, I get that. (laughs) Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about your business name? How did you pick that? Um, So my favorite flower is the white daisy, specifically the white one. So I wanted something simple. And I mean, my jewelry is on the more simple side. And so I just, one day I was just like, that sounds nice. I I don't know what sparked in my head, but one day I was just like white daisy jewelry. And so I decided to name it after that. Okay. I think it's so cute. And I absolutely love the font that you used. It just, it's Mm -hmm. so, it's whimsical and it's pretty. It's got a lot of personality. Yeah. No, I really like the design. That's the second design that was come up with. And the first one was more childlike, I guess. It it had like pink and blue. But then I wanted something that would that could age with me and like was just more simple and elegant instead. Since we're on that topic, how did you create your website and logo? So the website I did myself through Shopify, which obviously they have the themes that you can pick and stuff, but I did all the design part myself. And then the logo was helped design by my friend Alfonso, who 
is really good at photography and stuff like that. And so he, like, I told him basically what I wanted and he kind of helped me put it together. But the website part, I did myself. I had to figure it all out, which was kind of complicated. I completely agree. I thought it was far easier than creating a site on my own, but it did still have a lot of variables to think through. It is so impressive that at your age, you decided to start a business and put together a beautiful site to go along with it. How did you decide on Shopify? Well, well, part of the reason why I even started with Shopify instead was because I wasn't old enough to be on Etsy by myself. And it would have been more difficult to go on Etsy. I would have had to have my mom help me. And and so it was just easier if I did it like through myself. So with the Shopify, they have themes, you know, that you can pick. And so I picked a theme and then everything else, if I didn't know, I would use like the help pages or I would just search up how to do something. And I mean, the internet is perfect because if you don't know how to do something, it's pretty easy to find out how to do it. But it took me a few weeks to even get it completely done. I mean, I was working on it at school for hours. People would always see me doing it instead of paying attention. (laughs) I love that. And did you think at some point when you were younger that you would have a business someday? Well, when I was younger, I used to make duct tape wallets, which I'm sure you've heard of people doing before because that was kind of a thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was also those beads that you could melt and I would make like characters or like shapes and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. I remember I even made like, I took pictures of all of them and then I made like a little catalog and I was going to try to sell them like outside, like a lemonade stand type thing. And I did lemonade stands and stuff. So, I mean, I always had just like been creative and done stuff like that, but I don't think I ever really thought, oh, when I'm older, I could actually own a business. It was all just kind of for fun at the time. And what was your mom thinking of all this when you told her, I want to, you know, I feel like starting this business? It's crazy because she's actually really supportive. I feel like a lot of parents would be kind of hesitant and be like, oh, I don't know. But she was actually very supportive. And she was like, yeah, if that's what you really want to do. And she helped me out and stuff. Does it seem like something that you're going to want to carry on after high school? Or do you think that was just to get you, you know, some money for high school? No, I definitely think I want to carry on through after high school and through college. But maybe I won't be doing specifically white Daisy jewelry forever. I mean, I think it's just a starting point for me. And that's kind of why I'm excited to go to college because I feel like I'm going to learn so much more about business and stuff like that. So even maybe white Daisy jewelry will always just be like a side and I can just keep adding more stuff because I really do like making and selling jewelry. Well, I saw that you had a really cute little um, farmer's market stand. Is that right? Yes. So yeah, I want to hear about that because I have never done a farmer's market. And I thought, you know what, this is kind of interesting. I know a lot of people, you know, that's kind of a natural step to go to a farmer's market, but it seems a little intimidating. Like I said, it was hard for me to make sales the first time. And we found somehow that literally in my neighborhood, like they have this market every third Saturday of the month. And basically it's, I mean, it's people who are like me, they sell jewelry, food, stuff like that. I mean, might as well give it a try. I mean, it's a way to kind of force people to see my stuff and it's a little bit easier way. And the first time I went, I mean, I was really nervous. We, we just kind of guessed with everything we needed. We just kind of knew that we needed some tables and we looked at, we looked up online at what other people had done Mm -hmm. and we just kind of went for it. But we, when I set it up, I made sure I wanted to make it look different from everyone else's because that type of market, like there's not so many young people. So I wanted to make it stand out like very modern and clean. And I noticed that 
it kind of helped and people really noticed my stuff. And so I've just been going back and it's actually a really great way for people to find my business. Is that how you think you've, um, you know, found some success? Yes, for sure. I mean, I've had people come up to me who are like high up in business. Like I've had one lady who worked for a corporation and said she really liked my stuff and she took pictures of my stuff. So, I mean, you never know who you're going to talk to. And people are really, I guess, inspired by the fact that I'm so young, which is crazy because I didn't really think they would be, but they think it's really cool. And so, yeah, I meet a lot of people and I think it's kind of helping me get out there a little more. I bet it helps a lot. I love how you said that you were nervous, but you did your research and just went for it. Getting over that fear is probably the biggest thing an entrepreneur can do. I can imagine that everybody loves that you're so young. Yeah, they do. (laughs) Yeah. And do you have anyone that helps you out? So no one like officially, I guess. I mean, besides my mom, she's probably the person who helps me out the most, especially when I have the little markets come up. I I know, especially after going that, I mean, I will get a lot of sales and I don't really know what's going to sell each time. So I have to make sure I have a lot of stuff. So she usually is actually helping me trying to bulk make a bunch of stuff before we go and make sure everything's set up. And then she helps me set up and take down and she's there with me at the markets and kind of just helping me out. But yeah, other than her, there's no one else really. I mean, I have a lot of support, but my mom is the main one who like actually helps me with the business. One thing that I noticed on your site that I think is super important is that your pieces are on models. It really helps your customer to see jewelry or clothing modeled on somebody. So these are your friends that help out, right? Yeah, it's actually pretty fun because, I mean, everyone likes taking pictures nowadays. So whenever I just need pictures, I just kind of tell them, hey, can you come help me? And then just take pictures. It's honestly not that bad. (laughs) And who do you think has been um, the biggest influence? Like who's helped you most with your journey or what has inspired you the most in your journey? Well, obviously, I've talked about my mom a bunch and just the fact that she was so supportive and like didn't really ever question me. She was just like, yeah, you can go ahead and do that. And she never really stopped me. But then also like seeing people like Kendra Scott, who I mean, she's a really successful jewelry designer and hearing her story about how she started with the hat business and then how it's landed to what she has today has really influenced me to say like, oh, well, I can do this, too. I think another big influence is that I realized that if I can really grow this business, that I can do something with it and I can help people because, I mean, there's a lot of things I feel like people are passionate about, like issues or organizations and stuff. And so Mm -hmm. I realized that if, if I can grow my business, I can help out those organizations through like donations and stuff. And that's something I really want to do. I just want to acknowledge how cool it is that at 18 years old, you're thinking not only about the future of your business, but of giving back. I really hope that I'll be able to do that more. But I mean, even getting the word out about like different organizations and stuff is really important. And I'm excited to do that more often. That's a great goal to have. Can you give us a little rundown on how you stay on track while you're still at school in sports and you're doing the farmer's markets? It's definitely been hard sometimes. Like I remember this summer when I had one coming up in August, I think was that one. Didn't have all the stuff I wanted to make. And I remember for like a week straight, I was just making stuff for hours, literally all day, every day for like a week. But then Mm -hmm. that's not so bad because I'm in the summer. But in the school, it's definitely gotten a little more tough, especially because I was in basketball season up until a couple weeks ago. But I realized that if I finished my homework in school and I went to basketball, 
I mean, if I had extra time, I had time after school if if I finished my homework. And then if there was something I really needed done, like shipping on an order, I mean, my mom was there to help me. Usually I would package it the night that it was bought and then she would send it out for me the next day while I was at school, which is really helpful. I would like to invite you to join me and the millions of people already learning a new skill on Skillshare. If you want to learn more about SEO for your small business or maybe take a class on iPhone photography, Skillshare has a class for you with thousands of classes ranging from art to business. I'm certain you'll find something that will take your skill set to a whole new level. Get two months of premium free when you try it out with the link in the show notes. Now back to the show. It's really awesome that you have the help from your mom. That's really nice. Yeah, she's. I'm really grateful for her. <laughs> Where do you get your inspiration from? Do you have any words of wisdom or a quote that keeps you moving in the right direction? Well, I mean, I don't have a specific quote or motto that I think about every day. But if there's one thing I always kind of try to remember, it's that I'm young. And so, I mean, I still have my whole life ahead of me and that I know I'm going to make mistakes. But I know I will also learn from those mistakes. So that's probably the thing I try to keep keep in mind is that, I mean, I literally have my whole life ahead of me, so I don't need to stress out so much sometimes. Yes, that is great perspective. We should all take that approach when it comes to making mistakes and trying new things. How about school? Have you taken any classes that have helped you out in business? Um, I haven't taken any actual business classes. I have, which it's not a class, but I've watched a lot of YouTube videos on stuff and read a lot of things and is learning from other people. I think that's probably the most important thing. Yes, I agree. Tony Robbins had said something you know, similar that success leaves clues. So if you have all that YouTube content, people are you know, giving you tips and telling you how to do things. It's all free knowledge. I don't know why people don't take advantage of it. Yeah, I don't know why either. I mean, literally, most of the stuff I've learned is literally from that. <laughs> what has been the best part of running your business? How has it changed your life? How has it affected your life? I definitely think the best part of running my business is just when pe- when I see people buy stuff and like how excited they are to get something. And then people also telling me how much they like it. I mean, there's nothing when like someone telling you they like something that you did. I mean, it really means a lot. Running this business has definitely changed my life because before before I really started it, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Like especially when people brought up college as I was getting through high school, they were always like, what do you want to major in? What do you want to do? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Then once I started the business up again, I was like, oh my gosh, business is literally the perfect thing for me. I don't know why I never thought of it before. There's just things I don't really like compared to business, like the things that you could do in college. Like Mm -hmm. once I realized like what you really can do in business, I was like, wow, that's so me. And so that's definitely, I think how it's changed my life the most is making me more sure of myself and what I want to do with the rest of my life. That's amazing. It's great that running this business has encouraged you to maybe consider a career in business. I wonder how many students going into business already have their own business. I bet you'll have a better understanding of your classes because of White Daisy Jewelry. Do you think you'll change your brand as you start to get older? Well, I mean, I think I've already like changed it. I mean, even from last year to now, I feel like when I first started it, it was not as mature type of jewelry. And now I'm trying to do jewelry that really anyone can wear. And I'm trying to think about what some people like versus other people and have a variety of things. But Mm -hmm. then I also think that 
like as I have it more, it'll grow more because I mean, my business is still really small right now. So I, I don't really know what's next, but I mean, hopefully the one thing I really hope is that um, I can get it in some kind of store. I mean, that would be like the biggest goal right now. That's a good goal. The best way to start is to narrow down the stores that you enjoy and that you could see your pieces at. And sometimes it's just as easy as emailing the buyer to see if they would like to see your products. That's something I'm going to try to do because, I mean, it would be awesome if I could get it in any store, literally any store. (laughs) I'm guessing that you probably have a bunch of cute boutiques out by you in Texas. I can imagine your jewelry would be a great addition to several shops in that area. Yeah, I've definitely, there's a lot of boutiques here in Texas. Um, I've looked into a few. I just haven't contacted them yet. I mean, I've been trying to get like kind of a list to see like mm-hmm. if if I even think they would take my jewelry just based on the style and stuff. Because the only thing is I feel like my jewelry is very modern and a lot of boutiques here are more like rustic, country, southern. But there are still a lot of boutiques who I think would like my jewelry too. Because I feel like my jewelry anyone could wear. Yes, for sure. Your jewelry is clean, modern, not very fussy. And I like that you can layer your pieces too. Personally, I don't wear very many huge pieces. I like layering better than I feel like one huge statement piece. But I mean, I feel like also some pieces, they might not be so big, but they still are a statement too. Are you considering um, now that you're 18, opening a Nazi shop? Yeah, um, I actually just started thinking about that the other day. And I was like, well, I mean, Because the one thing about having your own store is that people have to find it somehow versus Etsy. I feel like you have a greater chance of them finding it because if it's what they want, they're going to Etsy for a reason, you know? I think I honestly might consider it. I mean, I know you have an Etsy, right? And a store. I mean, would you recommend it? The reason why I really like Etsy is because people are there specifically looking for handmade items. Um, So you have that, like you said, you already have an interested person. Um, They're there looking for handmade jewelry. And I feel like it's one of those places where they do all the legwork and then people just show up. The other um, avenue is Amazon Handmade. I know that's been really great. What's helped with Amazon has been, again, the amount of people that visit it's just incredible. But I mean, that's a, Amazon is a beast. If you are selling on Amazon and start things start to take off, you end up having, you know, you wake up to like 30 orders. So it's, mm-hmm. it's something you need to be prepared for because if you'd have that much in stock, if you say you have that much in stock, you could literally wake up to that many orders the next day. So oh, wow. it's, yeah, cause it's, there's just such a big platform. They have yeah. a lot of visibility. I didn't even think of that. I I want to start an Etsy. It's just because I know they have a lot of fees and stuff. That's why I was kind of hesitant. But do you think that they kind of outweigh themselves? Yes. The listing is 20 cents. They charge a percentage off of your final sale, but you get a shipping discount like on Shopify. And in the end, I rationalize the fees by remembering that the visibility is there. The platform is easy for the buyer to use. The analytics are great, and not to mention the year-end stats. I think those are super helpful. The one tip that I would have that really helped me was offering personalized items. I don't know if that's something that you're able to do with your pieces, but it helped me double, if not triple, my business in just one year. Just started realizing that because, um, I mean, I literally only have one necklace that that can be customized, I guess, technically right now. Because I mean, I mm-hmm. always tell people that I customize the length. I usually can do that because I can add more to it and stuff. 
but I realize that I have an initial necklace and I realize that a lot of people like stuff with their initials on it. So I'm going to try to do more of that because I agree, which I also mm-hmm. found that people really like customizable colors too, because mm-hmm. I have these, I mean, it's really po- these chokers that are really popular with like teenagers. I had the initial ones out there and they just have plain white beads. And then like when I was selling them at the market, like three or four people asked if I had plain ones. And so I would just take off the charm real quick and say, yeah, I have plain ones. And so then I realized <laughs> that. I mean, it's weird, but sometimes like specific colors or styles can become really popular all of a sudden. And I also noticed now too, because I used to mainly have gold stuff, but I noticed a lot of people like silver. So I try when I make a necklace to have something really similar or the same in silver too, so that people have both options. Oh yeah, that is a great tip. I know sometimes I want to wear gold, other days I want to wear silver. I'm sure I'm not the only one. Cameron, I just want to say thank you so much because honestly, I feel like the the most interesting part is that you started this business at such a young age and you've been keeping with it. So for me, that's success right there. And the fact that you have a vision for what you want it to look like in the future, I think is really neat too. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I really am happy for this opportunity because a lot of people have told me they think it's inspiring and stuff like that but no one has ever really wanted to talk to me in depth about my business so it really means a lot ah no problem i know your story will inspire people young and old to take that leap you've made everything seem okay it's okay to try and fail it's okay to test the market even if you're nervous And most importantly, it's okay to try something that you've never done before and learn along the way. I think all of those lessons are valuable, and I'm sure anyone listening would be inspired. Well, what advice would you have for like others that want to start a handmade business? The two most important pieces of advice that I have, at least, is the first would be to do your research, because I feel like I spent a lot more money in the beginning than I was making. And I mean, even now, it's not as simple as you just selling something and you get the money and you're making all that money because you're not making what you sell. I mean, you're only making part of it. And so I would say definitely to do your research to find the most cost effective way to run your business. And then second, I think it's just to keep an open mind and not stress yourself out. I truly enjoy making jewelry. And so I try not to stress myself out about it and not just worry about the money because it's really not about that. It's really just something that I can do. And so I think people should just remember why they started their business, especially if it's something that they make themselves and to just enjoy themselves. There you have it, my friend, another amazing handmade CEO sharing her talents with the world. Cameron has a great offer for you. You can get 20% off of your order when you visit her site, whitedaisyjewelry.com. I guarantee you'll find something adorable for the upcoming spring weather. I'll have the coupon available in the show notes so you don't have to worry about memorizing anything. I would also love to feature your story on a future episode. Be sure to visit my site, marialauren.com, and fill out the contact form under the podcast link. Thank you so much for listening to the Handmade CEO podcast. Don't forget to check the show notes to get a glimpse of today's featured guest and special offers. If you love the show, leave a review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for tuning in. Now it's your turn to start handcrafting your dream job. 